Listen to this episode so that you can create your elevator pitch. Let's get it. Oh, yeah. This is the Come Up Steps to Success podcast with your hosts, James Lawson and Courtney Steven. So, elevator pitch, what is that? An elevator pitch is basically like when you're in that elevator and you're going from the sixth floor to the bottom floor and you just meet that person who you really need to tell something super quick. That's what the elevator pitch is, is you practicing telling them that thing super quick so that by the time the door is open and you guys go your separate ways, they got all the information they need to know. All right. So what does what's what's inside an elevator pitch? Well, shoot, it might be an introduction. It might be a a value proposition, some kind of business proposal. It might be, um, you know, an opportunity to connect later for whatever reason. It's definitely the number one way to network extremely quickly under a pressure circumstance. So what I'm seeing here is that there could be different scenarios. And for each scenario, that elevator pitch might be different. So maybe you meet a CEO of a company and you want them to purchase your business services. That's B2B right there for all y'all who know what B2B means. All right. So <laughs> what kind of, uh, how would I go about that elevator pitch? Is that a, just a straight introduction thing or? I think really and truly, it doesn't matter what you're trying to get across. It's more about how you're doing it because people have short attention spans as it is. So an elevator pitch is really about skipping the pleasantries, getting right to the point, telling people why they need to be in touch with you again at some point in the future. You're gonna you're trying to capitalize on a moment that, well, I wouldn't say that you're not prepared for it because that's why you have the elevator pitch, but you're capitalizing on a moment that is passing by super quick that you want to be able to extend in the future. So it, you might even need an elevator pitch when you're trying to, you know, meet somebody for relationship reasons. You might need an elevator pitch when, you know, you're, you're, you're finding new clients, when you're finding a classmate and it's just like, hey, by the way, um, you got a textbook. I don't have a textbook. Let me get your number real quick so that we can connect later and we could do this study thing. So you see that first thing, you know, that little blurb of words that you have on your resume. It's like, this is who I am. Is that safe to say that that's what an elevator pitch is? I mean, in some shape or form, but I haven't I haven't written a resume in so long. <laughs> Jeez, they don't really take down your resume when you play pro ball. Like, mm-hmm. I guess uh, I kind of been spoiled in that way. But I think that's what what's, what is it? What is the resume? So basically, like, it'll be like, you know. Uh, a pr- professional sales associate looking to join your organization right, right, to right, exemplify right, 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 right. this, that, and the third. But now I'm thinking that's boring to say in, a, in an elevator. Like imagine, you know, I came up to you and I said, hey, my name is James Lawson. I'm a great sales associate at this, this, that, and the third. You'd be like, yo, I'm just going down to get a coffee. Why are you hitting me up like this? No, I think you're right. You can't come at them super salesy and just trying to close the deal right then but i think it's more about you know introducing yourself so people know who you are first and foremost letting them know that there's an opportunity for you guys to find common ground telling them why it's important for you guys to find that common ground and then leaving an opening for you guys to connect at a later time maybe at that point you slide them a business card you know you jump on their uh, social media or you you exchange phone numbers or emails or something like that so there has to be an exchange with this elevator pitch like a call to action unless there's some way that they can find you otherwise right but how many of us really just we're so well known that 
you know, yeah, by the way, just hit me up and you're going to leave it at that. I don't <laughs> think that'll work for anybody unless you're a celebrity. So you really have to give them somewhere where they can follow up with you. You know, it's like a real life voicemail thing. I think elevator pitches are important and it obviously doesn't just isn't confined to just the elevator. In some cases, those first couple sentences that you say in your interview is very important. When they say, hey, who are you? What do you do? Or why are you why do you apply for this job? Those very clear sentences, those very clear ways to communicate who you are is very important when giving your elevator pitch or how do we, a summary. Right. It's that's pretty much all it is. You're basically condensing it down into like 30 seconds or less of who you are and why you're important and why you guys need to connect. You could even call it a parking lot pitch. You know, when you guys are walking opposite directions in the parking lot, one person's on the way out, one's on the way in. You know, you could call it a, you know, on the go bio. You know, we just make it up, whatever you want. But the point is, though, you got to understand that time is of the essence. And usually the person who you're talking to has no idea who you are. So you have to convince them to reconnect or to at least leave the door open so that you can reconnect. All right. So in that case, what are things that you should highlight in your elevator pitch? Well, I definitely think that you have to create some kind of middle ground, right? All relationships are built on trust and the most, the easiest way to, uh, start building trust is to find middle ground, something you guys have in common, maybe a shared ally, a shared enemy, a shared pain point that you guys are both, you know, working to remedy. Or maybe there's somewhere where you could scratch their back because you have a solution to a problem that they have, you know, and obviously it's going to be hard to talk to somebody who you don't know anything about at all. So you might want to talk about what it is that you guys have in common at that moment. I always find that, especially because I used to be a sales associate, sales professional, the easiest way to kind of lower the guards is to just share some personal information about yourself. And one time I heard that just sharing what you do is an easy way because everybody does something. So, hey, you know, I'm a sales professional. The other person, you ask them, hey, what do you do? They, they'll they say whatever it is that they do. And that's a great way to kind of bring down the walls. But if you don't have enough time like that, if it's like a you just saw this person, this is the person you need to connect with. How do you spark up? Give us an example of how you'd spark up that initial conversation. Well, you know what? That's, it was great what you said, because really, if I know that, OK, say, for example, I'm a person who has a product or service to offer and there's a potential business owner client that I'm trying to work with or there's somebody like a teacher who I've been trying to arrange, you know, office hours with or whatever it may be. There's somebody who I've been trying to get around for a long time and now I'm finally meeting them. They don't know who I am, but I know who they are. So when I get in proximity with that person, I'm going to lead them with the question that I want them to ask me in return. So it's like, hey, my name is Courtney. Um, I've been going to this school for about six months now and I, I feel like I've seen you around. What do you, what do, you do here? And they'll say, oh, well, I'm, I'm a teacher in the psychology department. Oh, that's crazy. I'm in the psychology department. I could really use some help with finding out what courses I need to be taking. Do you think you might have any time? Boom. I told them exactly what I need to know, 
who I am, why I need to know what I need to know. And I left it open for us to connect at another time. And we did that in what, maybe about 10, 15 seconds. Yeah, that's crazy. Cause I said, highlight your why and highlight your what in your elevator pitch. Cause I think that's so important to know. They need to know why you're talking to them and what you need or what you can do to help them. Right. So it's not always about selling stuff. Sometimes you got to get information in return. Whatever it may be, your elevator conversation is just a bridge to another longer conversation where you guys can really get in depth, where you can dive in there and, you know, find common ground further. So, like, I don't know, what, what kind of examples do you have? What kind of situations have you been in? So the best example that I have is when somebody asks me what I do. You know, that's the best time to actually have a prepared elevator pitch. So So, what I say is, what do you do? Well, my name is James Lawson and I'm a motivational speaker. And they ask me, they'll usually follow up with a follow up question. Where do you speak? And I tell them I speak at high schools and churches. I usually speak to youth about helping them with and I tell them the issue that I solve. And that might be different for for different scenarios, because if I have a teacher asking me, I might say I help them with getting into college or better get better grades. And if I have a pastor asking me, I say I help them understand the word of God or help them learn how to read the Bible. Depending and I try to make it as simple as possible. And you can tell right now that my elevator pitch is not even perfect because for different situations, there are different answers. And one thing I like to do is know who I'm talking to. So if I know who I'm talking to, my elevator pitch can be customized. But for example, if I'm in an interview for a job or let's say they call me and they say, hey, are you still interested in this job? The first thing I say is, yes, I am interested in this job. I am currently seeking whatever it is that I'm seeking. And I make sure that I also like to make sure that I highlight my strengths and my accomplishments depending on the situation that I'm in. So it really, because that's why I was asking you, if you're meeting somebody for the first time, your elevator pitch is going to be a little bit different. But if they already know you, your elevator pitch can be a little bit more in depth in the sense that you can highlight things that you've done and why they need to be talking to you. Whereas in the first place, when it's somebody that's new, you really got to focus on introducing yourself and breaking down the barrier. Because most people are hesitant to talk to strangers. Yeah, I hear you for sure. I think in for me, it's like a mission statement in either way, because the only reason why you're having this elevator pitch conversation is to lead to another conversation. Mm. So I feel like you always need to be closing this and you need to maintain control of the conversation throughout. So you got to direct it to where you want it to go. You don't want a conversation to hit a dead end without the opportunity for do what you to do what you need to do. So. Um, regardless of what the end of the conversation sounds like, it needs to have an exchange of contact information. I think that's something that point blank period, it's going to be the last time you talk to that person unless you leave it up to chance. But um, you can make sure that you're going to have another way to talk to that person if you finish off with a way for you to get in touch with them again ask for the email address the phone number people are willing to give out their email address people might not want to give out their phone number so easy people will give up their their instagram handle and you know you can find them on there super easy these days most people have that you can find people on facebook those kinds of things so it's important to know who you're dealing with and what is the most appropriate form of communication to ask for the last thing i want to say on elevator pitch 
I think keeping it short is more important than making it long or in adding a lot of information that's unnecessary. So preparing is very important. Just kind of figure out exactly what it is that you do. Figure out exactly what it is that you because you might be, for example, like I could say public speaking, but public speaking is in so many different domains. And so when I say motivational speaking, they know exactly the type of speaking I do and whether I can be of benefit to them or not. You have to give them your mission statement. That's what it comes down to. This is my mission statement. This is why you need to be in touch with me. This is where you can reach me. And I think that's huge what you said, exchanging of contact. That's something that I never really focused on. I'm going to add that to my elevator pitch. I just think it's it's one of those things, you know. um, Relationships are the foundation of a lot of different successes just because people are going to guide you in the right direction, connect you with resources, and um, altogether just be able to add value from their experiences into your life. So I think you need to form relationships constantly. Like networking is the foundation of all great success. Let's go into our three steps right there, right there. Let's get it. All right. So I think I think I'm going to go first and then I'm going to let you finish on the three steps to help you create your elevator pitch. So step number one, buy what you're selling. Believe in what you have. Believe in what you're here to offer. And I can't even say any better than that. So I'm going to just repeat it. Buy what you're selling. Step number two, define a problem and solve the problem. Whatever it is that you do, communicate what the issue is, what the problem is, and how you solve it. And then number three, be clear and concise. Try to keep it to two to three sentences. But even if you don't want to fit it into those two to three sentences, keep it less than 30 seconds to a minute because these people are in a rush. They have places to go. Time is of the essence. So I'm going to repeat it from the top. Buy what you're selling. Define a problem and solve the problem. Be clear and concise. Courtney, take it away. Sounds good, man. I got I got a couple more to just add a little sprinkle on top. But my number one tip for that elevator pitch, be specific. Tell them exactly who you are and exactly what you do. Similar to what Jimmy said. But if you talk super vague, people can get lost in the sauce and you don't have any time for that miscommunication. You need them to know exactly what you're trying to tell them. So be specific. Second, you need to pique their interest. If this is the first contact of a relationship, then that means you need to make it a good impression. So you need to pique their interest and make them look forward to that second contact. So when they get that email, they'll open it. When they get that phone call, they'll answer it. When they get that that DM, that text, whatever it may be, that they're ready to reply to it and they're going to be thoughtful with their answers. So you need to pique their interest. Make sure that you stand out from the crowd and you have something valuable to offer them. And then third, be memorable. A lot of important people are meeting others all day long, faces in the crowd. And sometimes it's very hard to keep track of those names and those faces. So you want to make sure that you stand out in some way, shape or form. You don't want to have a gimmick like maybe you do want to have a gimmick, but nothing crazy or nothing stupid. You want to make sure that you're professional. If it's a professional setting, you can be comedic or funny if it's a social setting if you're in class if you're at school whatever it is but you have to be memorable you have to make sure that you say your name at least two times and give them something to remember you by all right for me for example i always say my name is courtney steven the guy with two first names 
that right there is going to make sure that stays in that person's mind. And then when they see that email from Courtney Steven, they know exactly who it is and what I'm there to talk about. So three things, be specific, peak interest and be memorable. That's how you hold down the elevator convo. Man, that last part you said, the be memorable, so important because there's a guy I was listening to his podcast and he got a job for a job that he was underqualified for, had no experience, job required a degree. He didn't have one. The way he got it was just by being himself and being very funny. So in his cover letter, which is almost like an elevator pitch, he put his best joke first and he said, if you laugh at this, hit me back because I just want to talk. And they actually hit him back just because they laughed at his joke. So be memorable. That's huge. That's very important. All right. So make sure you practice your elevator pitch. So next time you're in a situation where you don't have a lot of time, you can be ready. Thank you for tuning into this episode. If you liked it, share it with a friend. We would appreciate if you left us a review. A link can be found in the show notes. Be honest. Do you love the come up? (laughs) 